This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Here is another poem from my 2018 book, Bone Antler Stone. This is a poem called Cauldron and Drink. And again, uh, with the space of this podcast that we have, uh, it's worth uh, expanding for those who want to hear it about just how archaeology and artifacts and hard-to-grasp history can be turned into a poem. The basic idea, I think, along with uh, the previous poem I read here about uh, the song to the smith and the sun uh, setting into the sea, is to make characters out of these things, out of these people. And in this case, it isn't very hard to imagine uh, the cauldrons of the Iron Age, of Iron Age Europe, uh, becoming characters in their own right. Uh, we have the idea of the Gundestrup cauldron from Denmark, which anyone can find pictures of online, um, with their uh, with the faces of the gods uh, surrounding uh, where the drink would be. There's the famous uh, crater of V in France, which, uh, if you can believe it, from 500 BC uh, is five feet four inches high weighs 450 pounds and could hold 1,100 liters, almost certainly, of wine. It is, uh, according to estimates of people who know these things, the largest vessel, uh, metal vessel, from Western classical antiquity, which I take to mean the largest metal vessel outside of Greece and Rome. Uh, So these people took their their feasting and their drinking very seriously indeed. Uh, There was both uh, the idea in my head of religious intoxication, again you have the Gundestrip cauldron surrounded and decorated by scenes of their gods, Um, and maybe in in a a religious sense that we don't recognize anymore, the, the martial and warrior religious sense. Of just uh, of just soldiers, and uh, or just the people in charge, the kings, feasting and boasting, um, and using these huge uh, containers for drink as a way to do that, and of becoming uh, intoxicated in that way, and also for anyone who's familiar with Irish mythology. Uh, later Irish mythology written about uh, a thousand years later, you would say, or put to writing a thousand years later, you have many stories, especially the one of Brie Crew's feast, where you have uh, the warriors sitting around the table, 
uh, bragging and talking about who deserves the champion's portion of meat, but you can imagine that they would just as well be talking about the champion's portion of alcohol. And behind that as well, you think of the Iron Age, uh, you think of food scarcity, you think of starvation, how easily that must have been a possibility back in those days. So that there is simply, uh, there would have to be a celebration when a large feast took place. There would have to have been such a gratitude and thanks uh, for the existence of a huge meal of both meat and drink. I think of the, the Egyptian statues that we have, uh, I believe they're mostly of scribes, but I'm sure they are of, uh, of, of other Egyptian officials as well. And the basic symbolism was you can tell that they were well off because uh, whoever carved the statue carved folds in their stomach so you knew that they were a bit fat. And they were fat because they could afford to eat. They could afford to eat so much. And that really is just a hint of what goes into writing a poem like this. And then the, the very last step is simply just to turn it into music, to make the sound of the poem as joyful as the feast must have been. And this is a poem that, I'm, that I really do uh, enjoy reading out loud. This is called Cauldron and Drink. They love their honey and they love the vine. The wine and beer they engender with fire and the altered world each takes them to. They name their vessels like newborns. They name their goblets and flagons and mixing bowls and give titles to their cauldrons, those cornucopias of bronze or clay or silver, a few or a few hundred gallons deep for meaningful intoxication and the huge feast. Faces beaten into the metal sheets, polished with running honey and mead and wine, the gorgon or the boar or the winged deer or the antlered god, legs crossed, the animal master with serpent in hand and surrounded by canine and feline and stag. And so, take a long drink and go for some outsized strength. Go for some feat of appetite and bragging. Drown your faces in grapes. Drench your faces in gold. Any comments or suggestions for readings I should make in future episodes can be emailed to humanvoiceswakeus, the number one, at gmail.com. Links to each work used in this episode can be found in the episode description. If you enjoy Human Voices Wake Us, you can subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. The music here is Duke Ellington's Arabesque Cookie.